Welcome to the Build With Boundaries podcast. My name is Manaz and this podcast is for mums who want to carve out time so that you can work in ways that work for you, your life, your family and of course your business. Together we will discover why you are not prioritising your business and the actions that you can take so you can live an intentional, productive and fulfilled life without mum guilt. So let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome to Build With Boundaries podcast, this guest session with Katie Spreadbury. Katie helps service-based businesses attract and work with more of their absolute dream clients without sacrificing their integrity or selling their soul through using her 19 plus years experience in market research and marketing. She'll help you understand your ideal client better than they understand themselves. Then use this information to create offers and content that jump off the page and bring them into your world. So let's get started with this episode and welcome Katie. Hi Katie, good morning and welcome to the Build With Boundaries podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here and we have such a juicy conversation planned. So let's get stuck in. Please do say hello and tell the listeners who you help. Hello, thank you so much for having me on, Manaz. I'm very excited to be here. So yes, I'm Casey Spreadbury. My business is called Orange Sheet Research and I help small online businesses, mostly service-based businesses, create offers and content that really attract the right people into your business, the right people being your ideal clients, the people you want to work with most, the people that are going to get most from your services, by helping you really understand them, get under their skin, understand deeply what's going on for them so you can create offers and content that really resonate and meet what they need. That's amazing. Such a foundation, isn't it, for every single business? You need to know who you're helping and you're helping people understand that. So a really valuable service. That is, it really underpins everything. It does, it does. So tell me about how you discovered your purpose and this is obviously the niche that you've created for yourself Mm. but like how did you come across that was this purpose falling out to you in some way yeah well before I started my business I'd already had a career in market research so I was working with big agencies helping businesses understand their customers and you know sort of customer satisfaction and feedback and getting responses to things understanding what was going on for them and when I had my children it's the classic tale I had my children I didn't want to go back to employment and I was thinking oh what can I do for my own business and I had been thinking along the lines of something supplementary to that so the sort of services we used to outsource from those agencies I was thinking maybe I could do some of that but I went to a business startup session it was like a taster session that the council had funded and I thought oh I might as well go along to that and see what it's like And the room was just full of all these passionate, amazing people with these great ideas. But I could hear from like the questions they were asking and the way they were talking about businesses they wanted to set up that it suddenly dawned on me that what I knew from my market research career, like wasn't common knowledge. I didn't know that before. It wasn't common knowledge. It wasn't something that people necessarily considered. And I sat there and thought, oh, my goodness, like what I know and what I already do can help every single person in this room and I really really love like the sort of the entrepreneur spirit the the small business the people that like 
don't just sit back and let life happen to them. They go out and make things happen. I like, I really resonate with that sort of person. And I think I find it so inspiring. And I thought, this is brilliant. I can actually help these people with what I already know. So yeah, that's when I decided to set up helping, helping businesses understand their clients and customers to, yeah, to basically serve them better and become more successful in business. Yeah, that's so true, though, because that's such a stumbling block for so many businesses. It doesn't even matter what stage they're at. Sometimes people are further on in their journey, but they really didn't actually nail their ideal client in terms of understanding them to the depth that you obviously helped them with. That must have been a really good moment to go in there. And like, I love how you said that you almost saw there was this need for something and you could fit that perfectly I mean that's like a fantastic story because if only every single one of us could do that that would be amazing right yeah it was quite literally like I'm surprised like a cartoon light bulb didn't appear over my head it was a proper like dawning realization but yeah and that was gosh six nearly seven years ago now so yeah yeah it's been an exciting time yeah so tell me then you obviously had that kind of thought process going on and How did you think that what skills you had developed through your market research career, how would that fit nicely into being able to serve others and help them with finding their ideal client? Yeah, well, what I've seen as I've sort of been through the process of building my business and working with people and working with business coaches myself, so often, like everyone talks about ideal client, which is brilliant, you know, but It's in the sense of here's a worksheet, an ideal client avatar, go and fill that in and then just go and write all your content for them or whatever. And it's kind of like people are expected to already know this stuff to be able to like pluck it out of thin air or get it from inside their own heads. And even if I strongly believe that even if your ideal client is a past version of yourself, you haven't got that in your head because even if it's a past version of yourself, you're looking back at what it was like through the lens of your new experience and knowledge and like all that hindsight that's on it. It's very hard to put yourself back into their shoes and what it was like at the time. So I think it's so, so important to be able to go out there and get that information from people. But unfortunately, the way the human mind works, it is not as simple as saying, tell me what you want from me. Tell me what's going on for you, that you've got to ask the questions in the right way to tease out the information you want. Uh, There's a very famous quote, it's attributed to Henry Ford. I don't think it was actually him that said it in the end, but it's, uh, if I'd asked people what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. And then of course the car would have never been invented or the Model T car would never Mm. have been invented. And that was like the first mass market, massive successful vehicle that there was. So it hit like that quote implies that research holds things back because people don't know what they want. But actually if you'd done the research properly and said, what's important to you when you're like trying to get from A to B and things like that, things that came up such as like speed and the fact of having to look after horses and things like that (laughs) would have come out, which would have led to the car. So it's about asking the questions in the right way and interpreting the information yourself. And that's the sort of skills that I'm bringing from my career and helping people implement in their own businesses. Wow. That's amazing. That sounds like it's just such a perfect fit for what you've already done and you know how to ask the questions and maybe even like the order to ask them in because slight tweaks can make a big difference can't they our human brain is crazy isn't it yeah it really is it really is it's very easy to especially if you go in and say 
I'm thinking of building this program. What do you think of it? You're going to get very different answers than if you're very open and like what's finding out what their problems are and what they've tried before and things like that might come up with a completely different program at the end of it because people generally people are lovely and they say what they think you want to hear (laughs) so you have to be very careful because that might not be the truth that might not actually be where people are going to actually put their money which is ultimately what you need them to do at the end of the day so yeah it's, it's important to ask things in the right order and in the right right way yeah so what advice could you give for anybody who's listening and they're trying to as best as they can like you said it's such a difficult place to try and place yourself because you know you can't unlearn all the learnings you've had and you're a different person now yeah. and it, it's very very difficult I think everybody does find it difficult like you said there's this typical avatar that you want to complete which is thrown around online but it, it's not very helpful in the end so tell me like what what's different there and what's your perspective on that in terms of helping somebody who is just feeling stuck and not understanding what this means why do they need to know about yeah who this person is no it's a great question because it's very easy to feel like you should know these things and that if you don't it's like somehow failing on you but it's really really not and so my advice to people would be to do a bit of research essentially a bit of going out there and finding out what's going on for your people so like it's really really important to go into it with a completely open mind so clear any preconceptions you have about your ideal clients about people you want to serve and go in with an open mind and ask the sort of open questions that are going to help steer you to where you want to be so the advice I would give is to do this from as early as you can because I mean I like had this moment of realization oh my gosh everyone everyone needs what I've got Mm-hmm. Um, and I went out there going right everyone I can do any market research for you that you like any surveys you want done whatever just come to me and I thought people would be wetting themselves over the chance of this because there's not many people yeah. out there serving this market with what I do and everyone just went yeah and so mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I had to take my own advice and go out and speak to people and find out yes. uh, like what they weren't getting from what was already out there and what they'd already done that, that I could fill the gaps and help with. And that led to me sort of shifting my messaging completely. So I don't go out there saying, do you want some help with your market research anymore? I say, you know, look, is, is your content not landing? Are your offers not selling as well as you thought they were going to? You know, you've got the expertise, but you're struggling to show people why that's going to help them. Because that's the real thing that people are dealing with. And then from that, show them how what I do can sort of fill those gaps and help them take things to the next level. So yeah my advice would be to just open your mind go out there find out what's really going on for people what they're thinking about not what you think they're thinking about not what you think they Mm -hmm. should be thinking about but what they are thinking about and then work out how what you do fits into that and how you can serve them to get closer to that goal that they want to hit yeah that's great advice yeah totally it's so so hard and I think just understanding that you don't need to know it all and you can work your way because it's it's an evolution isn't it as, as well it like whatever we think we know now will change mm. in a week and in two weeks and yes <laughs> ongoing it's oh, like it, this really project. it really will it's <laughs> if you just look at how much the world's changed in I was going to say in the last few years with the pandemic and all of that but even like the last few months with like OpenAI coming onto the scene, ChatGPT, how much that has changed so many people's 
the way they do business and what they you know what they are doing and the implications that's going to have on our life is just mind-boggling so yeah yeah, things are changing all the time and it's important to keep in touch with people and know what's going on for them in the moment or you know you'll you'll have that initial success and then you keep plugging the same message and everyone else has moved on and uh, the sales will fall off again that's right yeah so why would it be helpful then to nail this ideal client and understand them better what would it do for people to do that work the main thing is that it just makes everything a lot easier so like if you're trying to talk to everyone you were putting out messages saying well like I was in the beginning hey have you got a business I can do some market research for you (laughs) if you're trying to do that then no one really sees why it's relevant for them or why they should care it's very easy for them to look at and go oh but you're probably talking to this sort of person and that's not me or I've got these particular challenges it probably won't work for me however if you have absolutely nailed who it is you're talking to you can show them very very clearly that it is them that you are set up to help. Your solution is going to work for them. It's going to be able to deal with the barriers they face. For example, oh, you know, I'm a busy person. I don't have time to fit in this, that, the other. You know, you'll have found a way around that and how to work it in. And for you, not only does that mean more clients, it means more perfect clients, more people that are the right fit for your your thing and the way you work and everything like that. But it also makes it just so much easier and more efficient to run your business because mm-hmm. you can really focus on the things that you need to focus on. It makes like writing your content a lot quicker. If your offers are selling, it's easier to sell your offers. Then you have to do less marketing, which is always, you know, a yeah. massive time saving because you can sink so much time into that. And yeah, it just makes everything more efficient and more effective. Yeah, such a ripple effect, isn't it, through mm. everything you do. And we spend so much time creating content and you're right if you could reduce that that would just be amazing that's a big big win for everybody and so tell me Katie what does building your business with boundaries mean to you oh this was this has been a big thing for me because well like I said I I was the classic had kids didn't want to go back to working nine to five my boss didn't like the idea of me working 10 till two which I did try I did ask (laughs) because I did love my job before but so that's why I set up my business to have time for my family I did all right with that for, for a while but then when I decided when my youngest started preschool and I had a bit more time to focus on it properly I got really obsessed with it. Like I loved it. I loved learning all the stuff about it. And I would be working in the evenings. I'd always have some video on of some training topic or something like that when I was meant to be doing stuff with the kids. And I took it too far the wrong direction. And then one day I was suddenly like, hang on a minute. I did this so that I could have more time with the kids. But they're like asking to play with me and I'm ignoring them because I want to watch this Facebook training on something or other that doesn't even matter to me that much. So for me setting the boundaries around when I was going to work and things like that for me it means I can be a better parent and that was the main reason that I got into business in the first place and the other thing is so yeah that's like my big big thing but the other thing is that's come in is that I really really love like my running and my fitness and things and I love running long distances and that takes a lot of time for training and because I've built my business in such a way where I can fit it into the hours that I want to work I've been able to make some time for myself to go out for runs during the week or, you know, at the weekend, if I want to do a long run, I can because I'm not having to work at the weekend, which before it was like, what are you going to run or are you going to work? I better work, you know, uh, I feel guilty not doing it. 
So putting those boundaries in place has not only made me a better parent, it's made me, uh, I suppose, a better person because I can take time for myself, which helps with my whole headspace yes. and, you know, sort of energy and everything. Oh my goodness, I love this. So you're not sacrificing anything. That's what I'm hearing. You know, you're you're being the mum that you want to be and you're spending the time with your kids, but you're also giving yourself time and, and it is like almost mm. like a gift of time that we give ourselves when we pull things back or yeah. allow for different things to have an allocated time because you know otherwise you, you just wouldn't prioritize those things and you wouldn't be able to do them because you get busy yeah um, yeah that's so, yeah. absolutely it and I struggled with this for so long and I've stretched myself so thin and you know I've made myself it's a bit dramatic to say I've made myself ill from it I mean like I was catching recurring like colds and things like that because I wasn't mm -hmm. looking after myself but to have come through that and be in the place where I am now it just feels amazing and there are of course still times where I think oh you know I should be spending a bit more time on the business I've got something coming up and things like that yeah. I feel now more in a position to make that choice so if I say okay I've got something coming up so this week I'm going to not do as much exercise for example so that I can focus on getting this thing done in the business yeah. and make sure I don't have to then take time away from my children. You know, it, I feel like I'm making a empowered choice rather than just having yeah. it happen to me and just be like, oh, I, I don't know what I'm feeling guilty yes. about everything. Oh my goodness. It's totally, it's not forced on you. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So what tips can you share with the listeners and three things that have helped you to build your business with boundaries? Yeah, sure. I'd, yeah, I'd love to, because like I say, it's something that I've struggled with a long time. The first one is what we already talked about, which was getting really, really clear on what I'm offering and who I'm offering it to. So I can make sure that the time I'm spending on my marketing and on my business is focused in the right places. Now, I'm not going to pretend to be perfect on this. It's still something that like, I still get distracted by shiny objects and things like that sometimes, which I'm really working on. But that is a really key thing to making sure that the business will fit into the hours that I've set for it. The second one, which was actually a really big one, and it was the game changer for me, was not waiting until I'm earning X amount or doing this, that, the other to put those boundaries in place. Because I always thought, yes. oh, only, you know, I'm only doing this short term. It's only until I do this. It's only until I do this. But then you can always push that back into the distance. And I can't remember who it was. It was it was a coach that I was uh, following at the time said, you need to do this now. And I thought, well, what if I just did? What if I try that? And suddenly I got a lot more efficient in my work because I knew exactly how many hours I had to do it in. So I knew that if I faffed around on Facebook all day, I didn't have the option of catching up in the evening because I'd set that boundary in place that I wasn't going to. So not waiting to put the boundaries in place, but doing it now made me a lot more efficient in the working hours that I did have. And I found that actually, if anything, I was getting more done, not yeah. less. Yes. <laughs> and the third thing, which is related to that, is letting go of the need to do everything all at once. I'm like an excitable puppy sometimes and I'm like oh I've got to have this in place I've got to have that in place I've got to do this that the other and I want to do this and I want to do that and I try and like do everything and just stepping back and saying no you know one thing at a time set a deadline for yeah. it put catch up weeks in in case you don't meet the deadline and uh, letting go of that need to like have everything in place already and building things up slowly like pacing myself I guess yeah has really helped with that as well that's so helpful. I have to say, tip number two just struck a real chord there because I yeah. had a very similar experience. And I've been thinking, you know, one day 
once I am doing this, I will then, I had reduced my working hours already, but I was like, I'm going to give myself Fridays off. And it wasn't until mm -hmm. my coach said to me, well, why are you waiting? What are you waiting for? Like, do it now. You can just do that. And I'm like, oh my goodness, so I can. <laughs> it's <laughs> your since choice. I've, since I've done it, like, it has been like amazing it's just been so good to just have a day where and sometimes I'll you know I'm I'm a bit like you as well Katie I get quite excited at doing all these multiple things but I have to take my time like plan it out and prioritize it otherwise you just get carried away and you put so much pressure mm. on yourself you're right and then you feel like you haven't done this and you haven't done so it becomes turns into this negative cycle so I love how you've uh, described that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. I know it's going to be really helpful because there's so many people out there. Who, you know, we all have similar experiences, just they're, they're in different businesses and kind of slightly different, but very similar at the same time. So thank you for sharing all the tips. How can people connect with you and find out more about you? And I'm sure you've got some free resource that you want to share as well. So please do tell us about that. Yep, yep. So the best place to connect with me, the place I hang out with most often online is in my Facebook group. It's called How to Be an Ideal Client Magnet. And it's full of who are looking to do marketing a different way. So looking to connect with ideal clients and really understand them and serve them and use that as their sort of marketing focus rather than trying to just get it all through hype and FOMO. Woo, look at me, look at me. <laughs> so, yeah, we look at understanding ideal clients. We have training tips. I ask questions that you can then steal and ask your own audience, monthly competitions and things like that. It's a fun place to be. So do come and join me there. And I'd love to share a resource that I've put together called These Posts Will Attract Ideal Clients. And it's essentially three post, call them templates, that's quite a loose <laughs> use of the word, okay. but it's three post structures which you can put out that will, like we were saying about being more focused, really designed to appeal to your ideal client, catch their attention and help them and then give them something they can do to take action and they're sort of designed in such a way that they'll stand out to the right people so right. I'll share the link to that for you to have if you want it yes absolutely I'll pop it down just below this um, in the description and on YouTube as well so yeah please do go check out Katie's Facebook group she's got an amazing group and it is fun and it's a great place to ask questions as well isn't it mm. because you really promote that you know we need to be doing more research so if you want to do more research that's certainly something that some place that you want to go join and ask the questions so last but not least thank you so much Katie for being here it's been great thank having you. you on and I know people are going to find this so helpful so thanks for sharing your wisdom oh, thank you for having me it's been lots of fun <laughs>